Hey everybody, it is Erin Albert. It's Friday, December 6th, and we made it. So hope you're all doing well. December is flying by and uh, warning, warning, we are heading into a new decade in case you haven't noticed very, very soon. Um, th some of the things that I've been working on over here uh, lately are, um, of course, this podcast mini-series that's ongoing right now around pharmacy, tribes, associations, and professional societies in the next decade, what and who you need to know. And so appreciative, not only of our previous guests who have shared as the heads of associations in pharmacy and digital medicine and healthcare, uh, but also the newbies that have come on for this series as well. So huge thanks to Melanie Kane of the International Society of Cannabis Pharmacists, Jim Alexander, who was on yesterday, talking about the Industry Pharmacist Organization. Uh, of course, Jerika Dodd and her tribes around women and her new magazine and publication called Pharmacists. And then last but not least, least this week, it was Lauren Castle talking about functional medicine. In addition, I had mentioned that there were previous episodes that you might want to go back to reference as well. Uh, the American Society of Pharmacovigilance, we had Dr. Sarah Rogers on, and she talked a little bit about that association. Um, the Digital Medicine Society, with Jennifer Goldsack earlier this year, I referenced that. And then last but not least, Jeff Sventic, who is part of the Aerospace Medical Association, one that I never even knew was out there. And it's been around for quite some time, believe it or not. So is the miniseries over? It is not. We have more to come on that miniseries. So I am continuing to roll those episodes out for your consideration on tribes that you may want to join in the new decade. Also this week, did a LinkedIn Live with... Tim Ongst, he's the digital apothecary. We talked, of course, about digital health. What else are we going to talk about? He actually, he's a great guy too, because he was talking about his upcoming paternity leave and how that affects dads. And I think that's a really interesting conversation as well. And his schedule for 2020. We also talked about Cures 2.0, which the federal government right now is soliciting for feedback from either patients, their caregivers, or even, I argue, healthcare professionals, we really should voice what and how digital will affect us as a profession, and then what opportunities are out there available for us. And then most importantly, to Tim's point, getting paid for those services that we're going to be providing. So Cures 2.0, they're looking for feedback until December 16th. You can go over to my LinkedIn profile and check out the video. Uh, and I have all the links there for the email address that you can solicit and send your uh, feedback into around digital health. Also this week, uh, it's my next to last week for the non-traditional healthcare professional at Butler University. The students did a great job this week in presenting their final projects on themselves and their dream jobs after school. Uh, I think the students have learned a lot and mainly about themselves this semester, which I think is so important. You have to know thyself before you can go get thy 
dream job after school. So really proud of them. They've done a great job. I got a little choked up. I, I Like I said, I just don't normally do that. So <laughs> maybe I'm getting soft in my old age. I don't know. But next week is the last week with them. So uh, good luck if you're in pharmacy school right now and you're heading into finals. I know many of you are. On the work front, we are still countdown to call for proposals for 2020 right now. You can go to ASCP.com slash call for proposals and submit your proposal ideas in our new year. Tons of ideas floating around in the ether right now on senior care pharmacy, and we would love to hear from you. Uh, it will expire, the portal, on 12-31-19, and uh, we are really looking forward to your proposal. So if you could, go over to ASCP.com slash call for proposals, submit your ideas, if it's a workshop or a one-hour webinar or anything in between. I love a little weirdness in a good way. So if you have a kind of weird idea, we're open to it. On the blogging front this week, I did a post about uh, an article I read over at Harvard Business Review and then researching for an upcoming presentation in January 2020 that I'm giving on meetings, i.e. how to have a great meeting. If you're interested, you can go back to my podcast episode on some of those talking points uh, earlier this year. I'll be sure to reference it in show notes. But the one thing that I saw at Harvard Business Review that I thought was really well articulated was the notion of not only values for a corporation, but more importantly, how to integrate and live those values. I'm a big fan of Tony Shea and Delivering Happiness. He talks a lot about this as well. But in the Harvard article this week, they talked a lot about creating rituals within an organization that support not only the culture, but the values and living through the values of the corporation. So for example, one of the uh, football coaches of the past that was Super Bowl winning and very successful, he was very meticulous about time, meaning that he would require all of his players to show up five minutes before a press conference to be quote unquote on time. And if they showed up on time, they were actually late and they were charged a fine. But he was very sensitive to the idea and the notion of time being the one resource that you never get back. And I love that ritual. It, the ritual article actually talks about how outsiders might not even understand the rituals. And I know that kind of sounds like a cult, <laughs> and that could be a very negative thing. But I think there are some distinctive rituals that certain organizations possess Amazon was another example within the article that talked about how Jeff Bezos believed you should just go to Home Depot and buy a hollow core door and put some legs on it for a desk. And really what the culture and the values that he was trying to instill in that process was the fact that we should, even though we're a multi-billion dollar company, make sure that we are good stewards of our resources and making sure that we're paying attention to costs. So I think creating some rituals that are kind of the 2.0 version, if you will, of values for a corporation is super important because it allows people to live the values of the organization, live and breathe those. Because it's one thing to just put a list of values on paper. It's something entirely different to live those values. 
So that's all I have this week. I am actually taking today off. I have my annual bake in bleep. Uh, I can't say it because it's a bad word. Uh, annual bake off with one of my good friends. We get together and have a little therapy session slash baking. So we're doing that for the holidays. I'm really excited to see my friend Diane. And I hope you all have a good weekend. I'm looking forward Saturday to as well to the second uh, Podcasting 101 workshop. We're going to focus this time on the tools and techniques that you need to utilize for creating a podcast. So maybe this weekend, we we'll, don't know yet, maybe I can grab one of my students and we can run a little uh, optional session where they too can build their own podcast right in the workshop itself. So really excited about that. Kelly Hartman at Insights Consulting here in Indianapolis is our second host. Really appreciate it, Kelly, you loaning us the space for uh, our second Podcasting 101. I think it's really important for all of us as professionals to get our hands on this technology and share our wisdom with a broader audience. So with that, everyone have a great weekend, and I'm sure I'll be back soon with more of the podcast mini-series on pharmacy tribes, associations, and societies in the next decade. Take care.